Hello and welcome to the Just Barely Trying podcast. Um, the current date is, was it April 5th? Um, no. It's yep. April, yep. It's April, April 5th. 5th. April, April 5th, 5th, 2022. The last episode we did was October of 2020. So, any updates since then, guys? Nope. Anything happened? Nothing. No, I, uh, no. Nothing on this end. No, it's been pretty boring. Watched a couple movies. I don't do a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I think, if, yeah, like, there's some new music that came out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. That's uh, it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> nothing nothing else, else of consequence. Nothing happened. else has happened. So, um, really what we're going to do uh, to get us back on track and get going again, um, we're going to start off with the college basketball season. Uh, just ended. Kansas Jayhawks, your national champions for 2022. Rock chalk. Rock chalk. Um, anybody but Duke. That's I'm fine with that. You Hashtag know. anyone but Duke. So, um, Brady, you want to get us started with some topics on the season? Or? I mean, I figured we would talk about um, the game, the UK game, that we... What happened in that game? Yeah, it didn't go well. <laughs> um, Talking about the last one? The last one. The yep. most recent one. <laughs> So, a little behind the scenes, we've been talking about doing this since the game, Yeah, and we couldn't get our schedules lined up, because we all, you know... It's been about a month. Just movers and shakers, it's hard to get us all in a room, but... Well, and also there's some pending litigation that we can't talk about at this it, time, but that... Yeah, we'll leave that, that to, to the side. So, I don't know. So, we've had like a three weeks to a month to kind of get our thoughts together on the season and how everything ended, and I've been taking notes, I've been thinking, because that was pretty shocking to me. Like, I don't remember ever being, well, I don't know. The Wisconsin game was really shocking, obviously, because I didn't think in 2015. But that was maybe the most surprised I've ever been by, like, a UK game. I don't know if you guys had the same, like, reaction. But that was, like, I don't know. I just, the whole game, I was like, there's no way they're losing this game. And oh, really? We, I, no, I did not think there was in, until, like, probably the under 12 in the second half was the first time where I was, like, okay, they might lose this. Yeah. The first half, I wasn't like, I was frustrated, but I wasn't worried because it was like, like I didn't research St. Peter's at all, yeah. but the little research that I did was like, they play a slow down style of pace. They're actually a decent defensive team. But their offense so, was awful. Yes. So I was like, okay, that feels like a game that can be close for a minute. And it's annoying, but it's not really anything to worry about. So that's like what I thought was happening. Until like the and then at the under eight once it got to like six or seven minutes I was like they're gonna lose this game like that's when I t- I flipped I didn't think they were gonna lose until overtime really when they went up by six it was like three minutes left because severe severe hit mm-hmm. that layup yes mm-hmm. and I was like okay we're up by six yeah same we're once good. they got up by six and I then like we turned it over and they hit shots I was like oh no and then like once we went to overtime I was like dude like we got no mojo going mm-hmm. like yeah one for six all, on free throws well you look at all the dudes like like their whole team was like hyped and like smiling yeah. having fun mm-hmm. our guys were just like oh my god they had Tense. like the deer in the headlights yeah thing, you know see once we got to overtime that's where I was kind of like maybe because that almost didn't even get it to overtime so like once yeah. they got it to overtime I was like okay maybe we reset just give Oscar the ball and everybody else get out of the way and then maybe you get out of here. But so beyond that, this is what I've, this is the conclusion I've come to for the whole season is like going back to last year, I thought Cal aced the entire off season. 
Yeah. Like, because you look at the team last year, and it's like they don't have any shooters. Well, we so, have new rules too. Yeah, like transfer portal. Right, and he took advantage. So like, you didn't have any shooters last year. He went and got like three of them. C.J. Frederick was hurt, but got went to the portal, got a bunch of shooters. You didn't have any point guards. Yep. Got severe. Got Ty Ty Washington. They were soft down low. He went goes and gets Oscar Sheepway. Everyone was complaining that the recruiting's fallen off. So he flips the entire coaching staff. Almost they have a top two recruiting class coming in next year. So like. All that built, and then you're mid-February, and like I legitimately, like mid-February, if you would have given me Kentucky and Gonzaga, I would have given you the field, yeah, and felt great about it. No, no, I, I agree. Championship, like they were just beating, they were kicking the shit out of everybody. Every well, national champs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the two teams in the title game they beat by twenty five, <laughs> yeah. and to go from like that to how bad they finished, yeah, bothers me more than the St. Peter's game specifically because the game sucks. And yes. like, we're going to hear about St. Peter's and all those guys until we're dead. Yeah. But that happens. It sucks, but it's a part of March Madness. It's happened to Duke. It's happened to Kansas. We have one now. So it happened to us. So that sucks, but that doesn't bother me as much as they regressed and got worse in a way that I don't think another Cal team has ever gotten worse at Kentucky. Yeah. And that bothers me more than anything else. And I'll say like my thoughts on the game I'm not going to lie, and I'm not just saying this because, like, you know, we lost everything. Halftime, I was not feeling good. I was not confident at halftime. And uh, Caitlin, my wife, was saying the same thing. She was like, I wasn't feeling good. After halftime, like, I felt like we were just not – like you said, we didn't have the mojo. We looked tight. The spacing was terrible. Like, from a coaching standpoint, we were doing everything wrong. Like, we just were not doing – we weren't executing, like, just terrible offensive sets. Like, and we can get into Cal with coaching and everything later. But, um, yeah, as far as, like, us setting up everything, it, it was great. We – the season as a whole was very successful. You have the National Player of the Year. Yeah, consensus. Yeah, unanimous. Unanimous. For the first time. We get shooters. I mean, Grady literally – it was like mid February. Mm-hmm. If he shot the ball, there was no doubt in my mind it was going in. Oh yeah, that was like maybe the most confident I can remember being about a UK player. It was like I he yeah. can't shoot enough, like no. because I think it's going in every time. And that's what's weird about it is like they they didn't look like the same team because they did look tense down the, the stretch. And the second that it got tight, they they looked terrified. And that's the same team that went into Kansas five weeks before toughest environment in college basketball. And like they were like giggling the whole game, like yeah. they were as th- loose as you could possibly yeah. be. And like I, I don't how you go from that to they looked so terrified against St. Peter's because to be honest, like, and that's the thing that I guess goes back to what bothers me the most is that in hindsight we shouldn't have been that surprised that they lost St. Peter's because they weren't playing well and they were trending down. And that looked like even if they had found a way to win it, they weren't going to win on it Saturday. It wasn't going to matter. Like yeah. they didn't. They didn't look like they were going to flip it. No, we weren't getting out so of that it was region. Clearly, a bigger picture thing than just St. Peter's is like even if they, you know, do you think they're going to beat Murray on Saturday? They didn't right. look like they were going to beat Murray. Yeah, a lot of that was, I think, a confidence thing just from the players' standpoint. And I mean, like the the last two games, uh, we lost the Tennessee game. We shot like historically bad from mm-hmm. in the Cal era, like yep. historically yep. bad. I mean, it was just two stinkers to end the season Yep. in what was otherwise a very successful season. And it's just, like, that is so unfortunate. And I've been saying this, like, 
you know, in college basketball, because everybody says, like, this is, it's the most exciting uh, postseason yep. in all of sports, but it's also the, like, least, I don't know how to say, I don't want to say least rewarding, but, like, the best team hardly ever wins the college basketball championship. Yeah, it's, the best team hardly ever wins, but it's, I mean, it's usually you can pick out five or six teams. Right. And you know that it's going to be one of those, and it's just who's playing yep. their best at the right time. And I don't know. I mean, they almost lost to Vandy in the SEC tournament. I oh, mean, I know. Like, when Vandy got nothing from Scotty Pippen Jr., and you still couldn't, like, they couldn't blow them out. It was like the issue, because they were never perfect. And so, like, the issues that they had all year, like, they were never great defensively, and they struggled in the half court on offense. And it was like that stuff got worse, and the stuff that they were good at also got worse. Yeah, like was became less of a strength and yeah. then it was just and I don't know if it was Ty Ty and Severe going out and then coming back and it just didn't gel. Like I don't know if that's what it was. It, I've seen a couple of rumors of like there was some locker room stuff that mm. was maybe they weren't as close as we thought that they were. And I don't know people it's I mean, easy I could, for people to say now, yeah. you know, so who knows if that's true. But Well something I, changed. You know, I think what it was is Ty Ty said the best Oasis album was definitely maybe, and Kellen Grady <laughs> yeah. said the master plan. Well, we this is an Oasis team. Damn, no. we know that. So you guys don't subscribe to the Athletic, do you? I no, I've thought about it. I'm, I'm too. So I'm a cheap guy. So Kyle Tucker's the Kentucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he published basically kind of like a postseason, kind of almost like a pre like rundown for next year, but mm. basically. Basically confirmed that Ty Ty was not healthy from the Florida game on. Oh. Apparently, like his dad told him before the SC tournament, he was maybe 80%. So Ty Ty was not healthy for basically the last 12 games, 10 yeah, games. Didn't look it. Apparently, Kellen Grady also went and saw a foot specialist after the tournament. So really? really? He had like a nagging foot injury, mm-hmm. okay. which had to explain because he dropped off a cliff after the Alabama game, yes. basically. Like, I mean, he, was, he looked like he wasn't even there in the, the tournament. He was scared. Well, like, he looked like, yeah, like well, I mean, there, people he, he posted it. He stopped, like, when, instead of catching and shooting, he started doing a sidestep, and yeah. then the guy closed on him, and then he would pass it up. Yeah. And he did that basically, like, the last five or he six He would sidestep into a closeout yeah. instead of just shooting. He, he looked uncomfortable, like, pretty much any time he caught the ball. It was like, right. do your job, and he just didn't seem comfortable. Yeah. But, and then... I also read him too. He was talking about, you know, during the game, he sat behind the bench and mm. like Cal and Chin Coleman. It was chaos, right? Blew, they blew up at each other again. He said multiple times during the game, like they would give up a backdoor cut and Cal would just look at his bench with his hands up, just like, you know, what's going on? Wow. Yeah. Like the thing is, like, you sometimes forget these guys are college kids. They're 20, 19, yet they're young. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah. The effect of seeing your coach. Like get in an argument with your assistant coach yes. and just look like he doesn't know what he's doing on the like it can't have had a good effect. That matters. No, it can't help. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you especially if your guys are already tight and then they see that on the sideline and yeah. they come back, like mm-hmm. and then you look over on the other sideline, Shaheen Holloway's guys, guys laughing, they're playing yep. the game of their life, they have nothing to lose. Right. Credit to that guy. Shaheen Come yeah. up, man. Oh my god. He's coaching Seton Hall now. Say, got, you got the hell out of there pretty quick. They all did. They're all yeah, in the portal they all too. <laughs> The Doug, the white dudes in yeah, there, Doug like their guard that went off is in the portal already. Like, really? Yeah, they're gonna have none of those people back. But so, but also, but then he talked about up, the upcoming next season, and I think we're kind of an inflection point because the big. So I don't know how much you guys have paid attention to like other outlets, but you know the Oscar rumor is kind of the big thing, right? Kyle Tucker was very. His thing was very optimistic that Oscar's coming back. Love it. He well, was. He seemed very like more on the Oscars definitely coming back than he's going. If mm-hmm. he comes back, he could win 
player of the year again. Shaden Sharp, <laughs> I think, is gone. I think that oh, seems yeah. to be the consensus that he's gone. He's like a top ten pick. I was gonna say some people have him as like top four. I yeah. Really, yeah. you have to go. Yeah. Like, Today I, on I the Ringer, Kevin O'Connor read his mock draft. He had him going number five overall. That's ridiculous. So there's yeah, no way you gotta go. There's there, there's no reason for him not to go. No, if they're gonna take you fifth, go. But you're gonna basically bring back everybody except. Keon, most likely. Mm-hmm. I don't and Kellen that. and Davion. Well, but you're bringing in CJ Frederick. Who, Dante who, Allen. Dude, he's the glue that held the team together. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. That's kidding. why they lost. But I'm just kidding. you're bringing in CJ Frederick, who by all accounts is an even better three-point shooter than what Grady was because everyone just talked about how good of a shooter mm-hmm. he was. It's like 50%. You're bringing in Iowa. two like elite af- athlete freshmen, which <clears throat> I think that was a big problem this year is they had no athleticism on the perimeter. Like Grady and Mintz were yeah, good really players, didn't. but they're not athletic. Mm-hmm. Quick athletic guards. I mean, hell, the St. Peter's guards were just beating them. Yeah, in that game, mm-hmm. we we didn't have shut like yeah shut down defenders. Yep. Yeah, but and then so then another part of me is like, okay, if you like zoom out and you do a retrospective, okay, Cal as a whole, mm-hmm. if you just look at his overall resume, right? You just look at the resume as a whole, it looks great, and you could compare it to any other coach yep. coaching right now, and it, it stacks up. He's got totally. Final Fours. Until this loss, he'd never had a loss to a lower seed like that in the first round, ever. Right? Yeah, we'd only had one first right. weekend loss before that. Ever. His only other first weekend loss before that was when he was at Memphis. He lost as a seven seed to a ten seed. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's whoa. the only other one. But, like, but then you look at also, it's like the trends. It's like it just hasn't been there. And, like, you follow up the worst season ever with the worst. Probably exit. the worst, yeah, worst, worst loss, loss of all yeah. time. Yep. And it just it compounds on it. So we're just – I feel like we're just at this weird point in, like – Cal's 63 years old, and people brought up, like, when he initially got here, he said, I'm only going to be here 10 years anyway. It's 13 years he's been here now. Uh-huh. So. Well, I'm sure Brad had uh, probably a piece to. Oh, for sure. A part to play in that. But, for yeah. Sure. But, you know, it's just now you've got Kenny Payne coming in at Louisville. They're, they're all excited. And, like, I think the Kenny Payne, like, oh, Kenny Payne was a secret sauce. Like, I think that's not true. But I do think he helped a lot. Yeah. I think he helped. I think the biggest issue with Cal is when he was first here, he was always getting the elite athletes. He, like, no one else was recruiting those guys. And now, like, look, Arkansas is getting, what, three top 50 players next year? Yep, yep. Like, everyone else has cornered the market, and now it's not so much Cal has got all the elite athletes. Now everyone has them. And so... I, I agree with what you're saying. I think that, like... So I have two things on that. I think that... It's not been the same in the tournament, obviously, as it was early. And it does feel like it's kind of, this can go one way or the other. But I'll also say, three out of the last four years, they've gone into March as this team can win a national championship. And can we also say, are we having these kinds of conversations if Luke May doesn't hit that shot? That's no, exactly or, not. or if they beat Auburn in that Or if there's game. a tournament in 2020. and they act, So three of the last four years, 2019, you lose an overtime in the Elite Eight. 2020 you have no tournament in this year so it's gone south for different reasons and you can't just ignore that like you have to talk about it but at the same time three out of the last four years you went into march with this team can win a national championship so and, and you can't lose to st peter's so he's gonna get criticized and he makes nine million dollars a year to, saint, deal, to deal with it st peter's went to the Elite eight though that what i Best know 15 seed of all time our loss is gonna <laughs> <By> like <far. laughs> uk fans that's gonna be burned in your brains but i feel like every other no, nationally, it's about St. Peter's. Exactly. It's not about Kentucky. Exactly. But yeah, once no, they beat right. Purdue, because Purdue was, you know, a really good team all year. At one point, Purdue was ranked number one in the, yeah. the country. I mean, what right. about their coach never making a friggin' Elite Eight, right? Well, it's Matt Painter. Yeah, they've never made the Elite Eight. <laughs> and it's, it's, 
We judge it harsher yeah. because we're here. And so I think that, yes, there's some things you can criticize about Cal, and, and you, he's got to do some things better. Yeah. But at the same time, let's be realistic about it. And, you know, we talked about Kansas. Bill Self went 14 years that won a national championship. Yep. So Cal's got four more years to go before he's even at that level. But no one talks about that because I mean, hell, Cal is Cal and Bill Self is Bill look Self. Look at right? Jay Wright. Before, like, 2012, he was considered the biggest choker in basketball. Right, yeah. His teams routinely that's the first weekend yep. of the tournament. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Which, like, the tournament is I, so fickle. The it tournament's is. fickle. It is. And it's not uncommon for, like, big-time coaches – to have like a dip, like Coach K had a year where they lost to Lehigh as a two seed, mm-hmm. then they lost to Louisville, and then they lost as a fourteen seed to Mercer. I think it was something like that. That was two out of the three years they lost in the first round, and then they won a title. Villanova had like their Scotty Reynolds run in the early two thousands. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, <laughs> and they lost. They lost twenty games in two thousand twelve, and then they went on a run. So like, it, there's precedent for. You dip, you adjust, you come back. The question is just, is it a dip or is it a decline? And there, there's no way to know except to play it out and see what happens. I think there's I think reason if, to think it could just be a decline, but you don't know. If you get Oscar back next year, you're, returning a, a, you're bringing a unanimous player of the year back if he comes back. You're bringing in Cason Wallace and Chris Livingston, who by all accounts were two elite athletes, which is something this team did not really have aside from Jacob Toppin. Yeah. I think next year – now, granted – you you gotta make at least Sweet Sixteen next year, I think. Yes. You gotta make a run, or the yeah. fan base will yeah. probably like kill Calipari. You gotta make a run. <laughs> I you bet gotta, you gotta get a couple big wins. I bet in the there. the fan. Well, I don't want to say the average UK fan. I want to say, I, I kind of do think the average UK fan is probably expecting a Final Four next year, and they're expecting a national championship that's, this year. You know, I don't think that's unfair, but you. I mean, at the start of the season, I thought. With the transfer portal being different, like Cal is doing everything he needs to be doing. Yeah. The landscape of college basketball has changed so much since he started. And like other than last year, us being terrible, and we even had great recruits that year. BJ Boston was a highly, like, I mean, well, he was a five star. He's playing really well right now, too. You know, like all of the guys, like Cal is doing his job. It's just. When it comes down to the in-game decisions, and, like, I'm not going to talk about free throws. I'm not going to talk about timeouts. But, like, you got to get your guys together and pull out a win. Like, when it comes down to it, you got to do that. Put your ego aside. Just, like, do what you got to do to win. That's well, that's my only issue. Yeah, and you just can't have them look terrified. Right. Like, you can do some X's and stuff, and, and he, like, with some stuff, it's like you may just disagree with his philosophy. And that's fine. Like the timeout thing. Like yeah. he feels one way, you can maybe feel another, and that's okay. You're both entitled to your opinion. But at yeah. the end of the day, you you just can't have them look scared to death like that. Right. Like there's just no reason for that. Well, it's interesting. And that's, it falls to him. You touched on. You're just talking about like how. I'm trying to think of ways. There's a narrative around Cal that he does not maximize the talent that he gets. Right. And I feel like. Because I had this thought the other day when he when he leaves if he if he leaves without ever winning another title and you look at his career as a whole, I think most people would say that he underperformed. Right. Based on just the sheer amount of talent that he's had come through there, and then you look at guys like, I look at Devin Booker, or like Hero, Kelton mm-hmm. Johnson. Oh, dude. right now, B.J. Boston, Olivier Saar, Malik Monk. Mm-hmm. These oh, yeah. guys. Yeah. 
That's who what you're saying. They're performing in the NBA, but then in college they struggled. Their draft stock dropped. Yeah. Like, I don't think he – for some reason, I think he is terrified of the spread pick and roll, which is the way that basketball has been evolving for the past 10 years, and he still wants to play kind of an old-school style. Yeah. And, like, it's hard for me to criticize him this year because they had, by Kim Palm, they had, like, the best offense in the country for, right. for a exactly. long time. So yeah. it's like he, you could sit there and say, well, I had the best offense. But it's also like when you get down the tournament – and, like, you have a non-shooter like Xavier at point guard, and teams don't have to guard him. Mm-hmm. Or they can cheat off, and it clogs the lane exactly. where your player of the year is. Like, well, and there's a guy, NBA draft guy who was, like, talking about evaluating Ty-Ty, and he's basically like, NBA guys don't know what to make of Ty-Ty because there was a, a clip from, I think it was from the St. Peter's game where he was trying to drive, and Oscar and Keon were both parked in the lane, mm-hmm. and there was four guy, four defenders surrounding him. He had nowhere to go, and it's like... right. No one else, we don't play basketball like that anymore. Right. And I think you could play that way when you had all the elite athletes and you had the best defense in the entire country, but it just hasn't been that way. Right. And I don't think it'll ever be that way again with the way other teams are recruiting. Yeah. So I think you, he's going to have to, I think, embrace more of the spread, pick, and roll, have more shooters, sacrifice length and athleticism for scoring. I think there's something to that, and that concerns me. Because I saw that all year on Twitter, just random people like, oh, they don't run a modern offense, which, to your point, Jeanette, they were third in the country all year in offense. So it's like they were scoring 90 a game at one point. So it's like clearly they're scoring, so it's working. Mm -hmm. But when NBA people notice and say, again, to your point, that like you have to kind of grade them on a curve because they're not playing the same offense, like that worries me a little bit. I would also say most of the coaches that everyone was freaking out about their offense this year didn't go any farther than we did. Yeah. NATO, it's Bruce Pearl. I mean... Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes, yeah. Like, they... That's not necessarily an automatic Elite Eight Final Four either. But you have to give the guys a chance to show what they could do. And to your point, like, when it does slow down... Because it's going to in the tournament. Like, yeah. it's going to slow down. It's going to... That's how it is. It's going to get into a half-court game. And you're going to have to be able to score. And you have to be able to manufacture baskets. And you would think that... Oscar would be, I mean, basically a trump card for that, honestly. But it just didn't, it yeah. didn't play out that well, way. Well, I mean, look at the St. Peter's game. They threw a zone at us, and we had no idea what to do, which is so crazy to me because that's literally what Kansas did to us, and we just we parked, killed it. And we we yeah. parked Keon at the yeah. throw line, just had him shoot. Exactly. They were running. I, I would have to go back to see exactly what it was, and I have no interest in watching the game again, so I won't. But it, what was it? Is it wasn't a two three. It was it a matchup? It was more thing, of a matchup, or, yeah. but it was they did do a zone to throw us off in the second half, and like well, they were also showing zone and then falling back right. in man, and yep. so they were doing multiple looks on one possession, which I mean, especially if your point guard's not healthy, which maybe was maybe was well, I don't know, but I would just say this too: that game, how many we we ended up scoring what seventy nine points? If you score seventy nine points, if, well, I know, but still, if you, you score, score like seventy nine, you should win. The you game. should win the game. You should. You should not give up eighty five points to a team that's what two hundredth in Kim Palm and offense. Yep. like that's that, that's, that's way lost. And that's and, another thing going to defense because it, well, I guess coaching too. I counted during the game, like I, the first back door. I said that's one, and I got up. I counted to six, and you can ask my wife because I was throwing things. Yep. It was so frustrating because that is so easily coachable. And, like, if you watch any film, they did the same thing. Mm-hmm. St. Peter's did the same thing the next few games. They were backdooring people. And it's like, how do you not stop that? If Oscar just stood in the middle of the lane, that doesn't happen. 
Well, you're right, and I'm glad you said that because as much talk as the offense gets, was not a good defensive team all year. They they flirted yeah. with good. We didn't have as good protector. as they went every all year. How many average guards had the game of their life against this team? You can go Iverson Molinar at Mississippi State. Oh yeah, Keon Ellis at LSU Xavier or at Pinson Alabama. Or... Xavier Pinson at LSU. Yep. The kid at Ole Miss. The kid at Florida. Um, the kid at Carolina went off, even though it was a blowout. Scottie Pippen went off every yeah. single time they played him. Kennedy Chandler went off. It didn't matter. Yep. Home, away, had the game of their life. And we all talk about, oh, everyone comes into Rupp and goes off. At a certain point, it's on you for not yeah, guarding them. You got to just, yeah. And so, Jit's exactly right. You scored, as bad as they were, you scored 79, and you barely got it to overtime. Yep. Because you could not guard. I mean, when we got up by six, and they cut it to three, and this wasn't a backdoor. This was a cut over the, the white dude, Edert, Edert, however you say his name. You could see it coming from the corner. Yes. It's like he's going to be open at the top of the key. And they went under a screen, and he yeah. was wide open. And that was the problem. You know, as much talk as the offense gets, they weren't a good defensive team no. all year. And it's and they they weren't good to begin with, and they still got worse. And that was, I think, that's the thing you've been able to count on most years. Exactly. Is that even if they can't score, they're going to guard. And I think, honestly, that comes back to kind of what I was touching on earlier. Because, like, Cal, if we've learned anything about him, it's that guy – will stick to his man-to-man defense no matter what is going on. He will not play zone. He will not play matchup zone. He will not try any other yeah. defense. And I think when he used to be getting all these elite athletes on the perimeter. You can do that. You can do that. Yeah, well, he used to do well, what? Positionless basketball. Positionless basketball. You know, they, the guys think they poop ice cream. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, the, when you got, like, no offense to our guys we had this year, but Kellen Grady and Davion Mintz, and hell, even Ty Ty and Savir were not elite athletes by any means. Savir yeah. was probably the best on-ball defender, and he just was good at hurrying people well, he, up. Jacob he was Toppin a pest. Yeah. Be. Jacob Toppin, absolutely, because he can chase down, mm-hmm. and he's got length. But, like, yeah. I go back to, like, the Tennessee game in the SEC tournament where it was like, it looked so hard for our guys to just even get a shot off. And then Tennessee was running looks and getting open threes for their guys. And it's like, we just weren't, I mean, the, the, you said it immediately. We were, we're not quick on the perimeter. Well, no. And it's and, like, you've got to recognize that. Like, right. I, I think Cal, I think his biggest weakness is, I think he a lot of times refuses to play to the strengths of his players and sticks to what his scheme is. I think he puts his scheme over his players sometimes. At it was very successful early on, but I think like there someone pointed out earlier, when we played Auburn this year, how many times in that game did they run the pick and roll with Walker Kessler and he dunked it on us? Yep. Yeah. And it was like another, We didn't adjust. Another team played Auburn and they sh- they didn't let him do that. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know it shouldn't be that hard. And like, I know you have your principles, but you've got to be like, you've got to look at what's happening and adjust. And I just feel like you never did that in a year. No, I agree a hundred percent. And that's, that's kind of my thing too, because it's like all year. And I like, I do trust Cal. In my opinion, there's nobody else that I would want. Like Agreed. for Kentucky, I don't, I don't want another coach right now. Like Agreed. he, you're saying if Brad Stevens picks up the phone, well, not bringing him in. Maybe get ready to build a new roster. Maybe because all those dudes are gone. I have thoughts, but hey, go ahead, finish your point. There's this, there's this coach down in Texas, at a small wanna... school, uh, Gillespie, I think it's his oh, name. He's up. building up Tarleton <laughs> State. Uh, yeah. Maybe give him a call. But that's Married a basketball. Well, player. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another thing. When when we lost, I said, you know what? At least we're here and not being coached by Billy Gillespie. At least we don't have a championship banner that got taken away. Like, yep. You know, but in the games, like. We have – I think Damian Collins is going to be, like, 
a top NBA guy. Oh, I think he's gonna be a star. He is. I, I think totally agree. he's got the potential. He's got to put on a little it, weight. It's through the roof. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Put on a little weight, but um, I, I really think he will be a star next year. But the fact that he didn't play and uh, Bryce Hopkins, Bryce Jake, Hopkins didn't play. Jacob Toppin didn't play much either. Toppin didn't play a whole lot. I know Keon was kind of out there, whatever. But like the the freshman didn't play, and it's like. He didn't go – Cal didn't go away from his starting guys. Like, he didn't go away from his guys. And I know – it's like, who are you going to take out? Well, you're not going to take out Oscar. I get that. But, like, just throw in new guys that are fresh and, you know, right. I, I don't know. You got to change something up. You got to make adjustments in the middle of the game. And I think that is Cal's, like, weak points. And his ego, like, doesn't – he doesn't stray from his philosophy. And we got to do something differently when it comes to crunch time – in the tournament, like and yeah. honestly, that's it. Because in the regular season, I'm cool with whatever. We're, we learn our the guys are still playing with each other, right? Um, yeah, the regular season, you can't look into any one game too much. Yeah, you just I agree with everything you said, and I think everything's fair. Like I'm obviously I'm pro Cal. I I've always have been, and but he makes nine million dollars a year. He's not immune to criticism. Exactly. But in with keeping perspective, we were. One of the five best teams in the country all year this year. People were picking us to win it all. Three of the four years, the last four, we've been a title contender. We're going to be a title contender next year. We know that sitting here right now. I don't know what the roster is going to look like, but I know Did you when see the shit rolls out, we're going to be a title contender. Mark Titus's tweet today? No. He did a, uh, was it 2022-23, yeah. way too early, top 25? Yeah. He put, uh, I can't remember who he put number one. I think it was like a joke. Like yeah. some of them were jokes. Yeah. But he had number one, like whatever, as a joke. And then he put number two. And he put number uh, number two as Kentucky. Number three was Arkansas. And number four, he put Kentucky again just to add pressure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, we are, like, that's how people see us again. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's where we had a bad season last year and we had an early exit this year. Yes. But other than that, like, we, I don't know how we've, just lost. I don't, I don't know. Well, I think they've. They, I think people talked about it. I feel like they've kind of lost their swagger a little bit. Uh, yeah, and a little can, bit. I feel like it's on Cal too because they're used. Like, remember what was it? People hate us because we come to your town and we beat and your be, team. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't feel that like. I think it, the problem is like when we lost to Tennessee in the SEC tournament. Instead of like being frustrated about that or be like we're gonna come out and kick ass, he was like, "Oh well, I'm glad I get to go home and see my dogs." It's like the fans don't want to hear that. Right. Like they want to hear how you're gonna get your guys ready to play next week and we're gonna come out and smash somebody. Yep. We don't want to hear about oh well, you know the guys played hard and I'm just you know we get to go home early. You know, especially when you lose to Tennessee, which by the way that's another point. Rick Barnes is ten and seven against Cal since he got mm-hmm. to Tennessee. That should not happen. So and with teams, he's. Not he doesn't have better talent or you know players. They also don't do better in the tournament. They <laughs> flame out every yeah. year. And here's my thing on Cal: I'm pissed. I'm sick of losing Tennessee too. Yeah. But this comes down to March because we're a title contender every year. We're going to be a title contender next year. The people that want to move on from Cal, I think that's idiotic. Get ready to build an entire new roster next year because none of these players will be here if Cal leaves. They're here for Cal. They're not here for Kentucky. They're not here because we have a lot of banners. They're here to play for Cal. That's true. If Cal leaves. You have zero scholarships. That's true. So I hope you like having the Dante Allens of the world because that's going to be your entire roster next year. Secondly, yeah. like, what the hell was I going to say? I had a second point and I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. The stuff with Cal and, like, what he says in press conferences, it doesn't matter. 
like I, I agree with what you're saying, and I would I would much rather him get up there and get pissed and say like this is not acceptable. But at the end of the day, at that win games, that stuff doesn't matter to yeah. me. Like because I think People I point it. to Mark Stoops where like his first three years when we were losing games, everyone complained about how he always said, "Oh, we just got to go back to work. We got to go back to work, process, grind, all that," and everyone hated it. And now he still says that we just win games and no one cares. Because right. you don't really care what they're saying. You, you're frustrated because they lost, and that's totally fair. I hate watching them lose, too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, there, was, there was some criticism after the game that was fair, and there was other stuff that I thought was completely ridiculous, yeah. that you're just pissed and you're complaining to complain. Exactly. Can I, do, uh, can I just make a rebuttal to your point? Yeah, go for it. Rebuttal. advocate. Because you bring up the Mark Stoops thing. You get 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, I'll take No. no. <laughs> um, the only thing I would say to that is when you talk about Mark Stoops, people complain about him. He was also a guy who was rebuilding a program that was basically no better than D- Division Two at that point. Whereas Cal mm-hmm. is a coach who is established, has a, used to be mm-hmm. very successful, and is not like – when you follow up the worst season in program history with the worst loss in tournament history, like – I think it does matter what you say to the fans because you're not a new coach building something up. I think I just personally, I think mm-hmm. it does matter, especially when you have so many fans who've been so frustrated. That's fair. And, that's, and maybe after the season. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair point after the season. Yeah. But I've heard people bitching about what he says after every game, everything, yeah, everything he says, they overanalyze and he's alienating the fan base. He's talking down to the fans. Like stop paying it. Like you're just reading so much into that. Like I remember seeing people, after the Kansas game, complaining because Cal said something. And I was like, who gives a shit yeah, what he cares. said? Like, we, we, after the season, after a bad loss, totally fair. Yeah, it does matter more then. But, like, just the overall over-analysis of everything he says and everything he does. Like, there's legitimate basketball reasons that you can, you can critique, and we've done that. And that's totally fair. He makes $9 million a year to deal with that. But the stuff about, like, just what he says and his tone of, like, just admit that you don't like him. Like, there's which yeah. is another thing. There's a section of this fan base that has decided they're just going to be miserable, and yep. it doesn't matter what yeah. we do. Yeah, it doesn't matter that you just went into Allen Fieldhouse and beat Kansas by 25 in a game that wasn't even that close. They've just decided to be miserable, and those people get to have their day in the off season this year, and that's fair. Like they get those, to have it. Those people, but they want, would be doing that anyway. Those people want Rick Pitino back for real. Yeah, those are the same people I who honestly, also only won one title. Yep. I honestly think just saying after the Wisconsin loss. Our good portion of our fan base just decided they were never going to root for him again. I really do think that. Then stop that watching. Yeah, then stop bitching exactly. when they lose. Like yeah. you don't get to claim them until oh I'm mad we didn't go undefeated. So now I'm just I, never going to enjoy yeah, it. Again. I don't agree like, with that. I'm that just, I think you're that's, right. No, it just you're pisses right. me off because I I just hate that attitude. Well, and that's uh, another thing. And we've talked about this in the past, but it's like the loudest fans. You know, it's not the majority. Like there there are some people that will complain. And, like, they're the loudest ones, so you're going to see it, you're going to hear it because they're on Twitter and yeah. whatever. But I think most most of us are pretty rational and, like, understand. Like, who else who else is going to do it? Who else is going to do the job that he's done? And I'll go one further. Let's say you hire somebody else and you're going to re- completely rebuild the roster. If he doesn't go to Final Four in three years, you fire him? Or are you keeping him? Probably not. Because He's probably going to be done by then. With a transfer portal, it doesn't take four years to rebuild a roster. It takes three. And so now you're on your third coach in five years. Now you're Louisville. Yeah. There's no plan. They don't have a next. They just want to complain about Cal. And so that's – which there's things to complain about, but you have to do it with perspective, actually talking about basketball and not 
ridiculous shit that doesn't have anything to do with anything, in my opinion. All right. Well, I think that's enough about UK and the tournament. Um, I felt good to get that out. Yeah, we I'm needed been building on that. Needed uh, the JBT podcast. We the boys needed to get that out. You know, we we said our piece. Let's move on. We have a guest uh, joining us right now. Minnie, Minnie the puppy. Jit, how old is Minnie? She will be ten weeks this Friday. Wow. Are you getting her anything? Uh, no. Oh, wow. Just some more discipline. Gotcha. Uh, she needs it. Some dog dad you are. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she hasn't said her first racial slur yet, but we're working on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Trying to raise her right, you know. Yeah, well, you got her out here in Bullitt County, so. Yeah, that's true. She'll pick them up. No, she'll learn the word Rothschild soon enough. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yeah, for those uh, <laughs> listeners out there that don't know, Jit and Emily just got a puppy, so. Yes, yeah, so I'm allowed to now complain about what it's like owning a dog. Now it's similar to having a kid. Yeah, and I also, since we've... Uh, I had Gus back then, I think. But, uh, Brady, you're next. You you got to get a pet now. Yeah, a lot of people say that having a dog is actually harder than having a baby. So I mean, I can tell it, wow. it looks true to me. Who's saying that? It's just people. No, oh, okay. Well, I mean, think about it. You don't have to take a kid out on a leash. Nope. They don't just poop on the floor. I know. Well, I mean... They don't grow as fast as They don't have fangs. They, they, if you leave, they Well, no, that's true. I mean, yeah. Yep, they don't... Yeah. Yeah. Dogs grow way faster than babies. Dogs too. can run away a lot easier than That's a baby can. It's yeah. also true. I mean, you stack yeah. it up. Yeah. You don't have to put an invisible fence in for a baby. Sure no. don't. Well, you can, no. but you don't have to give them uh, heart medicine either. Yep. Yeah, babies' hearts are usually fine. Oh, yeah, they work really? great. Okay. Yeah. That's when it's at its so, healthiest. Actually. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I, I have it harder than most single moms out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's don't call me a hero. Just. Uh, you know, respect my decision and just, uh, you know, support me through this journey I'm going through. We support with, you. With that said, I actually do want to announce that I put, I put my name into the transfer portal. I just want to thank all my coaches. Yeah. <laughs> my family for helping me with this decision. And please, please just respect the process and just uh, wish me luck on my journey. Oh, man. Well, um, this was good to get back together and pod. Um, I know we're coming up on 40 minutes. We usually like to keep it a little shorter than, you know. Type 40. Type 40. That's what we say. I will say... Can I just add one more thing? Yeah, about, absolutely. About yeah, Cal. A minute and 47 seconds. One more thing about Cal. Well, I was going to preview. Oh, I'll, about Cal. Okay. I yeah. was, no, I was just researching. And uh, you know who his babysitter was when he was a kid? Cal's? Who was it? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. So <laughs> that I, is it. Wait. You want to connect some dots? <laughs> I don't know. That's all what I got. What the hell are you talking about? I just, it's <laughs> actually Hunter Biden. Look it up. Hey, Look oh. at white papers, bro. Publish. <laughs> My gosh. Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, they're all behind it, man. That's what are we talking about next time? Well, I was going to say, I was going to preview. Um, so we're going to try to do this again more. I don't know if if everybody knows, but there was a global pandemic. I guess it's still kind of happening. Um, you mean the pandemic? The pandemic, yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> um, don't fouch you my Florida, bro. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> we need to learn how to do this on Zoom, too. Yeah. Well, it's, it'll be way easier. It's, it's better fun. in person, but I'm, it's we might not have to wait. Right. I'm, a year and a half. I do want to I shout out. I think we should out. do a World Cup preview. Oh, yeah. Because we've got England, USA, good rivalry. We, yes. Dude, we play England the day after Thanksgiving. We play That's Iran. That's going to be awesome. It's yeah. really the Iran-Contra affair. That's, That's going to be, be fun. We oh, might boy. have England, Iran, and Ukraine oh, in our God. group, That's, which is... That's unreal. Whew. I hope we don't play Ukraine. I is, hope Ukraine, we Ukraine's a possibility? Yeah, it's either going to be it's it's Ukraine Wales, or Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine. Oh, I don't want Wales. You know who plays for Wales? Gareth Bale. Gareth, Gareth Bale. I knew that. Wow. I've been watching more soccer. I picked a Premier League team. 
Oh, the Wolves. Wolves. Eighth place, baby. Yeah. Five know. points out of the Champions I'll, League. I want year. to pick somebody, but then it's going to be like bandwagon. But they're all good. Is, like, uh, just don't pick Man City or Liverpool. Is what about they're way Is Ronaldinho still a guy? Oh, he's retired, I think. Oh. Yeah. Here's what sucks is they're never on TV. Well, I've been a Wolves fan for six months. I've watched two games. Saturday or Sunday mornings, I think. Yeah, but they like... It's on TV, but your team is almost never on TV. Right. Like, yeah. Wolves has been on TV well, twice. I feel like this ends with me getting Peacock. And I oh. don't want to spend the money. We just canceled Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, watching you gotta, it. Well, you got to take a stand. Yeah. yeah. You know, after the loss, you can't just in good faith support anything Peacock related. No, I can't. That's true. Yeah. Remember when you were a Croatia guy for the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, the Croats. That worked out great, too. Yeah. <laughs> almost they won. almost won. They almost yeah. won the thing. Well, you know. Luka luckily, Matic. I don't have to do that this year because we're in it. And we're in the next. We're in the next one too. Uh, Italy didn't make it, second time in a row. Yeah, those people. And they won Euro. And like, they won Euro. So there you go. Wow, they did win Euro. Um, that was on the way. They back. did. We watched it on the way home from the bachelor party. I needed that game on that drive back. It helped us that, out a lot. Ooh, that took us home. What if we did a uh, pod from Brady's bachelor party? Brady's bachelor party. I would love yeah, that. We can ask Josh about his oh. top five sexual encounters. Yeah. Rank them. <laughs> oh boy. I. I don't know if it'd be could. interesting. It'd be a good listen. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But what, stay tuned. What we're getting at is that we're getting back together. We're going to do the pod more. Um, if we things can, are opening up, yes. If we can figure out a way to do it virtually, that would be good. It's hard to do it. Shout out to Anchor, the Anchor app. That's what we use. Uh, but it's hard to do it like over the phone because of like audio issues and all this other kind of what stuff. What Tyler's trying to say to all the people out there also. is stop complaining about it. The <laughs> JBT podcast is a freight train from hell going straight up the rankings to the top of the charts. Wow. Woo woo. That sounds like a guy who just watched WrestleMania. I actually didn't. I what? Just, well, I saw like clips. saw Stone Cold. Yeah. Stunned people. That's about the only thing. He stunned Pat McAfee. Yeah, he did. I also saw uh, what a come up for Pat the Jackass yeah. guys all wrestling. Oh yeah, Wee Joe. Man did a yeah. body slam to a wrestler. It was That's pretty. Awesome. Did pretty you guys cool. see the new Jackass? I have not seen. No, it. You need not to see yet. It. It's know. really need to watch it. It's awesome. I did see the Batman though. Was, I haven't seen it yet. That was incredible. Batman was awesome. It's very good. We'll save that for another pod. Well, we got a ton of stuff. We can do movies. We can do music. We do so much stuff. We do so much oh, stuff. We do everything. We could talk about so um, many things. Politics, of course. Everybody wants to hear about that. I think we need to do the long-awaited Oasis podcast because... <sighs> Enough with the I know Oasis. You, I know you guys want to talk about it. <laughs> we should do a live pod where we just walk around downtown Louisville and we just talk about what we see. <laughs> Oh, it'd be interesting. It would be. That like would be we could do, we could do the walking bridge. We could do like. There appears to be a homeless man defecating in the alley. We could man. start at Slugger Field and just like walk to like Troll Pub or somewhere, yeah. and just go down Broadway. Interview and we'll people talk about what we see. We could interview people. We should do a live podcast. We should go go see a movie, have the recording on, and just whisper talk the entire time. Oh, Give our thoughts as the movie. Or go see that's... a shitty movie. We'll be the only ones in there, and then we could talk hell loud. Oh, and just talk during the movie. Uh huh. That's gotta be against the law. Well, I think we're not recording it. Yeah, as long as we know. Oh, okay. Video, yeah. We're Do people post true. stuff on YouTube? It's all annoying as shit. That's true. That there yeah. won't be anyone else. First, there. First Amendment, bro. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Free speech. Um, we'll say I talked to um, one of our newest fans, Holden Willett. Douche. Um, douche. <laughs> yeah, we're coming for that asshole, and I know okay. you're listening to this. Well, we're gonna have him on uh, for the preview for the UK football season coming up. Spring so, game Saturday. Spring game. Yeah, we're also going to talk to him about the Uyghur Muslims in China. And his thoughts <laughs> on, so we can be directed to find that. We are not going to talk about that. 
Um, That'll be our interview question when we do our live walking pod. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you hear if you're a listener to this, which I don't, I have no idea who listens. The millions to this, and millions, all of four of you. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna try to put this out on Twitter and and plug it again shamelessly. But we will gladly have anybody on. Anyone can come on. We'll talk to anybody. Any tell, tell your mama. Yeah, only pod in the world with a standing invitation to literally anyone who wants to come on. And talk about anything. Will right. Smith, come defend yourself. We'll talk about anything. We'll clear the air. Yeah. Alopecia. We can talk about that. We can talk about alopecia. Sure can. Step one. What is it? Vladimir Putin, <laughs> if you're listening to this, the world is against okay. you. Come tell your story. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I'm shutting that one down. Okay. Okay, fine. Everyone in the world except Anyone Vladimir Putin. Anyone except Putin. And, and maybe Kim Jong-un? Maybe. 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 Well, we don't speak Korean. So. Deshaun Watson, if you're listening, come clear the air. <laughs> we will not ask about the rape, I promise. Maybe just one or two Damn questions. it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we're going off the rails. Okay. But, um, yeah, join us next time. Uh, hopefully, it'll be less than two years from now. But we'll um, see. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see where we're at. But um, thank you for joining us. And um, stay safe out there, everyone. Peace. Bye.